to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Live in the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, Dream Team? Coach D here, coming at you with another weekly growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. So each mini-sode will offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. After the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days, as well as a physical activity and a nutritional tip. That's going to assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode will end with a recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast episode to a book to read or even an article or paper that I find will help us better educate ourselves towards the overall focus of the week. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you are willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focus and the physical activity and nutrition tips, it's going to be much more helpful and you're going to be much more successful to do this with someone else that you can count on. It's going to help with your adherence and your motivation. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is quietly watching and rooting for you. You also never know whose life you're going to inspire just by sharing your journey, both your challenges and your successes. You're going to be far more likely to be successful with a support system and a social network that is chasing similar goals as you. So as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and lifestyle choices and this ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by your motivating and posting and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote is all about finding pride in your hard work. And the quote goes like this, the harder you work for something, the greater you will feel when you achieve it. The harder you work for something, the greater you will feel when you achieve it. And we all know this. If the goals you're chasing are too easy to obtain, they probably aren't big enough goals. If it is easy, most people are either probably already doing it or the results of your efforts probably won't be getting you closer to your goals. If it was easy to have a healthy body fat percentage, we would all be there. If it was easy to eat for health most of the time, there would be no need to have an awareness of what foods you put in your mouth. These things are not easy. That's why when you finally achieve them, your level of satisfaction and pride in yourself are extremely high. Now, I'm a huge outdoor person. I absolutely love hiking and exploring. I've always found that hiking up mountains is such a great metaphor to life because the more challenging the climb, the more breathtaking the view at the top. So this week is all about challenging yourself in some way that makes you fairly uncomfortable because in that discomfort, in that challenge, this is where change is going to occur. In order to be something that we aren't right now, in order to get the results that we don't have right now, we must do something challenging enough, uncomfortable enough to facilitate that change, to facilitate that growth. So this week, our weekly focus is to stop waiting for the right time to act. We spend much too much time of our, our time waiting for things that might never happen. 
When I get that promotion, I'm going to take that trip. When I get a little bit more fit, I'm going to start that workout program. When I do this fad crash diet juice cleanse and I lose a bunch of weight, then and only then I'll start eating healthy as a lifestyle change. Or when I get more time, I'm going to start this new hobby that I've really wanted to get into but haven't had the opportunity to. We know that these are all excuses and I make them all the time myself. In fact, with this very podcast, I've been planning on putting it together and launching it for a full year now. I kept telling myself, once I get a little bit more free time, I'm going to dedicate that extra time to writing these episodes. And once I practice a couple of episodes, they're going to get better. Then they'll be worth posting. And But if that's what we're going to do, we'll never get more time out of nowhere. We'll always keep saying tomorrow or someday. Until we look back on these years of waiting, only to find that we have worked as hard as we possibly could, and that extra time never manifested itself. If it is important to you, you have to make it a priority. You have to actually schedule it into your day. And you have to be consistently dedicated, almost to a point of obsession, in order for any change of growth to occur. The author Mark Twain was famous for saying that if you eat a live frog first thing in the morning, nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. This was his way of asking people, what is your number one task today? What is the one thing that you can do today that will get you closer to your biggest goal? What's the big nasty task that you keep putting off, but you know is the one thing that needs to be done? Well, do that and do it first. And the rest of your day will fall into place. If you are consistently day in and day out knocking out your biggest task first, instead of doing all the little stuff throughout the day and and putting off that task until it's deadline, these daily tasks will most certainly compound to changing your life. Can you imagine that? Doing your biggest task and knocking it out every single day? So tell me what your biggest task of the next seven days is. And share with me and your network when you've crossed them off your to-do list. I want to know. And I know that your followers want to know. And I want to celebrate with you as they do as well. So your weekly focus, let's stop putting off the things that we need to do and do it right now. Stop waiting for the right time. There is no right time. You're going to make it the right time. All right, so moving on to our physical activity tip for the week. This week's physical activity tip is all about allowing your body to fully drop out of fight or flight state after a workout. And this is hard for a lot of people. After most workouts, depending on the intensity, of course, you're in what's called the sympathetic nervous state. This is the fight or flight, the high alert, the adrenaline flowing, heart rate racing state that we all know and love about working out. It's a great thing to be in the state while exercising. It's exactly what you're intending to do. You are creating a small, acute stress on the body and its tissues in order to your body to adapt and rebuild bigger, better, faster, and stronger. This is why exercise ends up having a positive change on your health. It's in the rebound where the body is sending signals that the challenge that you just put it through actually requires more strength, more endurance, more balance and agility than it currently has. So in turn, after experiencing this stress, the body using uses the building blocks from your nutrition to reinforce that positive damage it just incurred during the exercise. 
The body now adapts to be better prepared for the next time you put it through a similarly challenging training session. What's crazy to think about is that exercise is a positive stress. You are actually worse off immediately after your workout session than before. If you looked at the blood markers post-exercise, that would indicate you just put stress on your body. Your muscles have micro trauma and tears throughout the muscles that have been overloaded. And you're most likely in an oxygen deficit from the cardiovascular task that you just asked it to endure. Simply put, your body is in a worse position than before you started your workout. However, don't let that scare you. Working out is just like, just like a slingshot that gets pulled back. When your body sends this adaptation signal to build, this is like releasing that slingshot, not only to propel you back to where you were, but to be in a greater position so that the next time you do the same training load, your body is going to be more resilient in a place that is now more adept to completing the workout load that is at the same intensity. And this is going to be with less overall damage than the previous workout. So this is a good thing, but here's the thing. This is, this is only if you focus on the recovery as hard as you work on crushing your training sessions, you gotta allow your body to drop into a rest and repair state, which is also known as the parasympathetic nervous state. We've kind of heard of this before the parasympathetic nervous state, the rest, digest and repair. We have to let our body drop into this state to allow for optimal growth. So if after every workout this week, rather than running off to the next task of your day and immediately hopping into your car where you know that stress levels stay elevated on the road or going to look at your social media and news platforms where you're going to encounter cortisol boosting posts from crazy followers and friends, please just after each workout this week, take a second to breathe, slow your breath rate by lengthening your inhales and making your exhales even more drawn out. Take the time to stretch a little bit or foam roll or do low intensity mobility workout post-exercise. The goal is just to slow yourself down. Send the signal to your body that you are done tearing it down and you're ready to rebuild. You got to take you from your intense catabolic state that you were just in now to an anabolic state where growth and repair occurs. Consider these extra few minutes that you take as an opportunity to thank yourself for taking the time to work on your health, to be proud that you invested in yourself when there were so many reasons to skip your workout. Consider that what you just accomplished, so many people around the world only dream about doing what you just did. So take some time after each workout to slow your breath rate and send that signal to your body that you're ready to rebuild. Moving on to the nutrition tip. I'd like to offer some general recommendations for your pre-workout food intake. Now, I get asked this all the time. What should I eat before I work out? And you know it. Just like everything in fitness and nutrition, this is so individualized to who you are and what your fitness goals are that you should always take these suggestions that anyone gives you about food, fitness and nutrition and explore whether they work for you or not. There are still some pretty good general foods that you can help fuel your you for success. But remember, for someone looking for fat loss goals, they should definitely be eating differently than someone looking to pack on pounds of muscle or for performance goals, let's say before a sports game or a race. So if your goal is fat loss, remember that what you consume prior to working out will most likely be used before your fat stores are accessed. 
So consider the amount that you eat in this situation because we would love to be able to access some of those fat stores rather than just running off the food that we previously ate before the workout. That's our goal is to kind of get rid of those fat stores if our goal is fat loss. And then if you're looking to run a race, if you ate a huge 5,000 calorie buffet meal right before you run a half marathon, you're going to be pretty upset with yourself and really uncomfortable with your intestinal distress that you experience. So if we take all of the individualized situations aside, which you really shouldn't do, here are some foods that have been shown to to be great to consume pre-workout. Sweet potato, quinoa, oatmeal with banana and almonds, whey protein, yogurt with nuts, fruit smoothie, apple slices with natural nut butter, and you also have to consider the type of training that you're doing. If you're doing a HIT class, you'll want to fuel differently than if you're doing a marathon. If you're doing heavy weightlifting sessions, you're going to fuel differently than if you're doing a Zumba class. So if you're going to do a HIT class for fat loss, I personally prefer to eat maybe something really light, Greek yogurt and a handful of almonds, like maybe an hour before your workout, just so you're not super full and you can use some of your stored energy as fuel after you've gotten some of that nice, easy uh, carb access from the Greek yogurt. If you were to do a, a slow, heavy lifting session, I personally prefer Greek yogurt and mixed nuts, cashews, almonds, walnuts, the super health food, Baruka's nuts. If you haven't heard about Baruka's nuts, I highly recommend you searching them. B-A-R-U-K-A-S, awesome nuts. And then I'll also throw in a peanut butter sandwich about an hour before. So I'm eating a little bit more than a hit session. I'm fueling with some proteins. I'm fueling with some some quick carbs. I got that Greek yogurt in there. And, and then I also take caffeine, obviously, 30 minutes before to give me that boost. So that's what I personally do. I like doing that. Those are those staples that I eat right before, and they've always worked for me. I've been doing it for a really long time, so you have to do what works for you. If you got an allergy or if you have an intolerance, then obviously these aren't going to work for you. But you got to make sure that you realize that what you're searching for is what works for you. So you're going to have to do some trial and error. Really tune into how you feel after eating certain foods and how successful your workout was with that fuel you should fairly quickly be able to find a good list of foods that sit well with you and also help you obtain what you're looking for out of your workout. So after your nutrition tip, uh, lastly, I'd like to recommend another podcast for you to listen to this week. The podcast is called Health Theory with Tom Bilyeu. So Health Theory uh, with Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is spelled T-O-M space B-I-L. Y-E-U. And the episode that I recommend you listening to is called Get Healthier in 2019 with These 7 Hacks. Its release date was January 3rd, 2019. And if you go to your podcast platform and type in Health Theory 7 Hacks, it's going to be the first one that comes up. Or you can find the link in the po- to the podcast in the description of this podcast. Uh, In the description, I will also include a very interesting scientific study article that I came across titled adequate sleep to improve the treatment of obesity. So it talks all about how good sleep can help with your fat loss. Uh, And if you'd like to check that that out as well, you can look at the um, link in the description of this podcast. Awesome. That's it, my friends, for this week's growth mini-sode. Each week, we're going to be focusing on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. 
share with your friends and family, and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories when you knock out your number one task for the day this week, and post a video of you doing your post-workout cool down or whatever your pre-workout meal is. Make sure you tag me and share your journey. And let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that would help your Living the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I'm going to be right here with you, working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans.